Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Arusi. And I'm Jason Arusi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I have the best, most beautiful, amazing woman with me today, Megan Lamke. Megan, say hi to everyone. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. So honored to have you here. So Megan started in the real estate industry working for Wells Fargo Home Mortgage back in 2008. But despite the huge recession and housing crisis, Megan achieved the coveted President's Club Award eight months for her sales closed. While at Wells Fargo, Megan built a network of real estate investors and learned some best practices for real estate investing during a recession. You know what? everyone, I have Megan here. So why don't I have Megan explain a little bit about who she is and what she's done? So Megan, how did you get started in real estate? Great question. So my passion for real estate started when I was 10 years old. I was one of those you know, really strange kids that picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad as a fifth grader and knew that, that eventually if I wanted to exit the rat race, I needed to find a way to purchase some red hotels instead of just you know four blue house or four greenhouses. So my first job out of college, I worked for Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. I found a passion for sales and the fact that we are in the middle of a re- recession didn't scare me because I knew typhoons like Warren Buffett found a way to make it through recessions. So just really used it as a networking opportunity and ways to learn from the best and brightest real estate investors. So that's what carried me through. Um, Knocked out of the park, like you said, hitting President's Club eight months in a row. And then the world was really my oyster. Decided to pivot uh, to working for fast-growing technology companies. And my career really took off. Uh, And realized that I had some golden handcuffs. (laughs) And uh, I got married and was working my corporate job and several other side hustles at the same time and really wanted to find a way to exit that rat race. So we decided let's add another lock to the fire and start a family while this was going on. Uh, So we had gotten all the way out of debt, paid off over half a million dollars of debt, including our mortgage, decided to start a family at the same time. Um, And then when that happened, I, all of these passions of wanting to leave the rat race and be a mom that can control her own calendar, control her own time, choose to be involved as a parent came flooding back. And so my husband and I crafted a plan to have me successfully exit my corporate career. So we started passively investing in multifamily syndications and then Um, we decided, oh my gosh, these are actually replacing my corporate salary and impacting our tax bracket. I think I should resign from my job. So I did, became a full-time syndicator and now this is my job and I love it. And (laughs) we've been able to make a difference and I get to spend as much time as I want with my daughter. And it's just absolutely phenomenal to have gone on this journey. 
And so you are officially a mother of multifamily. Welcome to the club. I am. Thank you so much. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's like dive deep into what it means to you as a mama, as a parent, as someone who has gained her freedom. How does that feel? It feels like, to be completely honest, sometimes it feels like an island until I started hearing from women like you, Billy, that there are other moms out there who have control of your time. And I just felt like I didn't fit in with the working moms who are working 40, 60, 70, 80 hours a week and never get to see their kids and the stay at home mom. And, you know, everybody can mom their own way. But for me, I have so much drive that for me to just to be a stay-at-home mom and not have a career or an outlet of impact, I knew I needed something else to fill that void. So multifamily fits perfectly into that, um, especially during things like a global pandemic. I found out how to be really efficient and crunch my whole business into nap time <laughs> and automate everything. And um, I joke with my coach about I had to literally go through and delegate, eliminate, automate, and elevate every single element of my business so that I stopped doing 95 to 98% of all of the business operations and handed the rest off to virtual assistants and process. Yeah, I want you to stop right there. Yeah. I want you to say those four words again, because I think this is yeah. key for everyone, no matter if you're a mama, a parent, single, this is something you got to be doing now. Sure. So the four words are, you need to eliminate, delegate, automate, and elevate. And so what that means is go through all of your tasks, everything that you're doing as a mother, as someone who's managing a household, as someone who's running a business, write down all of those things and decide, is, is this the highest use of my time? Am I getting paid the most money to do this or could I eliminate this? So for me, some of those tasks that I eliminated were scrolling on social media, binge watching Netflix. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I still love me some Burgerton, but, but I, I stopped doing all of those things that were eating up my time. And then I found a way to automate all of the rest of the tasks or the majority of the tasks were, that were running my business. And when I automated those, I used various pieces of technology to collaborate together. And for everything that was left, I chose to delegate. So what that looked like and what I've helped other moms find is you don't have to be the person to wash, dry, fold, and put away all of your laundry. Like you can hire someone to help you with those things. Wait, that doesn't make any sense to me. I know. I mean, you don't have to do all the things. That... You don't have to do all of the things. You can just do what you're super gifted at and the things that you like doing best with your kids. Like it was this huge epiphany moment for me. I know, right? No, I remember when I had that epiphany moment where I was I was walking into my first mastermind and I remember my first coach used to say, just put down the hammer, Peely. I was like, I am. I we've we've delegated as much as I can think of in our business. He's like, No, your home. Are you like the best person to fold your clothes? Are you the best person to mop your floors? 
are you the best person to take care of your kids? And I'm like, yes, yes, I'm the best person to take care of my kids. And, she's, and then he's like, yes, yes. But if you're mopping your floor, are you truly taking care of your kids? So I love like this epiphany moment. Yeah. All of us moms have it. And talk about the guilt that gets associated with that, with now you're delegating your homework. Yeah. So there's so much guilt that is associated with you're delegating your homework. However, what I've learned to tell myself is I'm a better wife. I'm a better mom. I'm a better business owner when I can choose to rely on somebody else's strengths. And I give so much credit to my husband because when I sat down and did this exercise of all of the tasks I was doing. He was like, oh my gosh, you're doing the work of five people. I'm like, yeah, what can you help me with? And he was amazing. And like, he has always been such a wonderful man and a great partner. But it was really that epiphany moment where we needed to start changing and, and adjusting. Um, little things like getting back in the process of meal prepping and not feeling guilty that I wasn't playing with my daughter when I was prepping our meals on a Sunday night for the whole week so that when she gets home from preschool, I get to be fun mom again and fully on because I don't have to spend time being Cinderella around the house. Like I can just be there and be present. I love it because now you are making sure you're systematizing. So for the mamas and papas and everyone out there, all this stuff that we learn in our business, we can take into the home all the mm -hmm. systems and the delegation and all of that, take it into your home. Because I mean, I know for you, one of your big whys is your daughter. You want to spend that time with your daughter. So making the time to do all this is key. So you were, you got to, you were at eliminate. We talked about automate. We talked about delegate. And now we are at elevate. Right. So once you've gone through the first three, then you can elevate and you get to choose where do you really want to spend your time? Like for me, that really valuable time is spent with my daughter processing her day, playing with her. She's three years old, so she's super interactive and playing pretend is really fun. Um, and if I don't have that one hour of playing pretend, I can't get that 10 minutes of really good parenting time. So I need to make sure that I'm putting in the time so that it'll impact her for years to come. That mom took the time to spend an hour playing magnetiles with me and then 10 minutes to teach me some sort of important parenting lesson about sharing or compromise or we did this activity together and painted and then mom had to take me to a closing and I learned how mommy made money. Like those types of things are invaluable. Um, so. I love that. Talk about like dive a little deeper into that. Talk about how you are going to prepare your daughter to, well, just to give her the chance of being in real estate. So, so that's not yeah. a chance that I had growing up. So how are you going to prepare your daughter to maybe jump into mama's business? Yeah, well, it starts with a community. So you always have your tribe and I have a bunch of really great seasoned mom veterans that have given me lists of a hundred things that they wish that they told their kids and how to instill them in their grandchildren. Um, so everything from writing a check to um, 
cooking meals or hosting a party, uh, all of those types of activities. And so the easiest thing that I found in reading those documents is exposure. So if you're bringing a child along with you to do your normal everyday work, they're going to pick up so much more than you try to try to explain. Um, there's that old adage. Um, oh, how does it go? You, I'm blanking on it. But the horse and the water, or yeah, you can lead a horse to water, <laughs> or um, it's more about exposure. It'll come to me in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and it's true. I mean, we expose our children to these wonderful, amazing things that we've learned how to do. And, but then that's the way we get them interested in it. And maybe, maybe one day my, my older son will want to be an artist. Maybe my daughter will want to be a fire chief and my younger son will, will take over the business. I don't know. I don't know, but giving them the opportunity, that's, that's why we do this. Right. Right. Well, and for me, my mom was an entrepreneur. And so I would file files for her on Saturday and Growing up, I wanted to be a business owner because my mom invited me into that process and into, okay, you have to collect all these receipts. This is how mommy gets paid because she saw all these clients. And now this generates money for us and we get to go buy fun things or have a meal or go on a vacation. Um, And so just the realization of nothing comes from nothing. (laughs) The more you invite kids along, the more, more is caught than is taught. That was the phrase I was looking for. So more is caught just by exposure than what you're trying to intentionally teach kids. I love that more is caught than is taught. That's the first time that's ever been put in like that phrase. And it makes so much sense. So let's flip the switch a little bit and talk a little bit about your business. So can you share something that you are particularly proud of that you've done within the last year or something that you're currently working on that you can share with us per SEC regulations? Yeah. So one of the things that I'm particularly proud of is during COVID-19, we completely pivoted. I hate this word and it's overused, but we completely pivoted our business and flip the switch to say, how can we better serve our tenants? Um, And went through, worked with our property managers and said, let's provide solutions, not just, okay, we can't evict you if you're having trouble paying rent or if your industry was impacted. Like, sorry, that wasn't our, the approach that we took. Um, So instead we took this very hands-on proactive approach of we're going to look at all all of the areas that families need to be successful based on our ability to get out of debt as a couple and what we've learned in financial peace classes. And so we encourage our residents to focus on four main areas. So their um, utilities, their transportation, food, and rent. And we gave them resources to make and maximize their budget. So we sent them to local food shelves. Um, We sent them to organizations and nonprofits that were giving away free food so that they wouldn't have to spend as much money on groceries and could maximize where they were um, budgeting. We also helped them create profiles on Upwork and Fervor and VIP Kid and update their LinkedIn profiles so that if, God forbid, their career was impacted by COVID-19, if they were in the restaurant business, we helped them with transferable skills to go get back out there and get some sort of contracting 
job or short-term work that could benefit them. We even wrote an ebook, um, How to Make $50,000 in 30 Days by cutting expenses and maximizing ways that you could make money. Um, then we talked about utilities. So we sent them to the utility company and said, hey, we, we just lost our job or we're having trouble, what kind of budget billing can you put, put us on? Because we wanted to make sure that um, none of our tenants were getting things like electricity shut off or water shut off, especially when so many kids were at home needing electricity and wireless internet. And then transportation, you know, you're not driving your car as much because we're all at home. Do you want to look into alternative things like leasing out your car, selling your car, um, offering your car up as a ride share for people who absolutely need it. So we put all of these ideas in this ebook and sent it out to our clients or sent it out to our tenants and then had um, our tenants also receive a gift card for paying rent in full on time at the first of the month. And then we said, anybody who it continues to do this, we're going to give you Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University and Ramsey Plus for a full year. Um, and so 99% of our tenants took up took us up on that. And 99% of our tenants paid rent in full on time for March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, and January. Like we made wow. it a point to go above and beyond and really take care of the human aspect of being a landlord and it paid dividends. So that's one of the biggest things that I'm proud of for 2020. I love this tenants first approach. This is exactly what Jason and I did, but you took it to another level. You wrote an ebook for your tenants. You gave them opportunities to make money. And I love how you took the four right, very important things for your tenants, utilities, transportation, food, and rent, and you gave them opportunities. You didn't just give them lip service. You gave them structure. You gave them something to lean on. And the fact that you probably had over 99% of your rent come in, that's huge. That's huge. I've been hearing really good numbers through COVID, at least from friends, but you actually took the time and took that tenant's first approach. So that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And the the cool part is, you know, this worked for so many of our tenants, but for the 1% that it didn't work for, mm -hmm. we were able to have a tough conversation and say, we've given you all of the resources. Help us understand. Are you unwilling? Or are you unable to pull yourself up? Like help us understand because it's all documented. We literally gave you everything. So it's. See yeah. that even like helps you from a legal standpoint. Cause I mean, we hate. I hate to say this word, but it's, it happens, the word eviction. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you tried everything and now you can have that hard conversation with them and go to them immediately and be like, we gave you A, B, C, D, E, F. And then we also tried to give you a gift card. So what else can we do except take legal action? So let's have one more hard conversation. Can you jump back in and work with us? Or do we need to take it to where we don't want to take it? So mm -hmm. kudos to you for that. That's amazing. Thank you. I mean, it's really a team effort. We have amazing property management teams that we work with. And it, it's just been a whole bunch of creativity and 
really, really exciting results that have come from it. Well, I love it. So I'm going to ask you two more questions before I let you go. So the first one is, if you could say one thing to everyone that's listening right now, and it could be the last thing that you could ever say to them, what would it be? Ooh, I would say, find your passion and go do that on purpose. Find a way to control your calendar, control your time, control your finances, and just live in your passion as much as possible, whether your passion is your kids or your spouse or building a business or traveling the world, whatever that is. Um, For us, a lot of it's our legacy with our daughter and impacting um, people who are being rescued out of sex trafficking, but go find that passion and go do it on purpose. So since you mentioned it, what is your passion? You mentioned sex trafficking. Can you tell us a little bit about your work with that? Yeah. So we have structured our business so that we're an impact investing real estate firm. And what that means is that we take the same fees as all of our other peers, but my husband and I have chosen to live beneath our means and donate a portion of our salary to rescuing women and young girls through Venture, which is a 501c3 organization based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, And so they rescue girls in Southeast Asia and provide education and food and clothing. And the cool part is since we started getting involved, not only do they get education, but now we're teaching them how to become entrepreneurs. And some of the girls have decided that they want political aspirations and are learning how to run for office. And so it's really exciting to see this catalyst. Like in 2020, we rescued a thousand girls from sex trafficking in Nepal. And those girls have walked through this process and now are some of the brightest, most whole women. Um, I mean, we all have our backstory and our baggage, but just to see their hope and dream again is what fires me up. You are giving me such goosebumps. I mean, talk Mm -hmm. about impact investing and getting the chance, the opportunity, the honor to help these women succeed from horrible conditions. So, wow. Wow. Can you mention that website again? You said venture. Yeah. So it's venture.org and then forward slash business for good is the part of the organization that we're a part of. Fantastic. And before I let you go, how can my listeners reach you? Yeah. So they can reach me on our website. So meganlamke.com, M-E-G-A-N-L-A-M-K-E.com. You can download our eBooks there if you want to find a way to save your way to $50,000 in 30 days. Or if you're like me and you're a woman and you just wanted someone to stop mansplaining real estate to you. We wrote an ebook about that. Um, (laughs) So meganlamke.com. I'm going there right now. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) meganlamke.com forward slash grit is the ebook that's the women's guide to real estate investing. Again, men are wonderful. They're amazing partners. Mm -hmm. They're so, so great. And there's so many wonderful men that I've met in this space. But I... Yeah, so meganlamke.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, Megan Lamke. Um, you can find all of our work that we're doing that from an impact investing standpoint at venture.org forward slash business for good. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much, Megan, for coming on our show. You are amazing from all the work that you've done in the syndication space to all the work that you're doing for venture and just being a mama of multifamily. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here today. Want to learn exactly how we're finding high profit, cash flow ready multifamily properties off market? Want to find out how to run lightning fast syndications to raise all the capital you need for your next multi-million dollar deal in just a few days? We are breaking down our entire process step-by-step at a three-day event happening June 10th through the 12th called you guessed it, Multifamily Live. We've done events before, but nothing this massive or this valuable. And for the first time ever, we're going to open the doors and walk you guys through literally every step of what we're doing on our multifamily deals. This is a virtual event, so you don't have to travel or even leave your couch, but spots are limited. Sign up at multifamilyliveevent.com and we'll see you there.